Can you believe that we are almost to our 200th episode of the Money Mindset Podcast? I am so excited to share this milestone with you, this massive milestone with you. I'd love for you to send me a voice message with your favorite episode or takeaway, you know, something that you've learned from the podcast, even if you don't remember it, like exactly which episode it was, but if you have a favorite or if it's just something that you've learned from it, I would love to hear it and celebrate this milestone with you. I'd love for you to leave me a voice message at speakpipe.com slash budgets made easy. And I'll leave the link below for you as well. I can't wait to celebrate with you. Today, we have a guest, Bernie, with Midlife Fulfilled to talk about finding fulfillment in midlife. Fulfillment impacts all the areas of your life and your money impacts most of it, uh, most of all of those areas, if not all of those areas, right? They're all really intertwined. So today we're going to talk about living a fulfilled life and being able to do those things that you want to do and why that is important, why you should focus on those things and live a fulfilled life life and what that means for you. So this is why I've asked Bernie to come on and discuss with us. So Bernie's been in marketing for more than 20 years and running his own agency for 15 years. Um, after running his agency for 15 years, he decided to pivot to find fulfillment in his career. And on his Midlife Fulfilled podcast, he helps men and women over 40 thrive across the five pillars of life, health, fitness, career, relationships, and legacy. So let's dive into the conversation and find out what in the world this all means and how you can get started. Welcome to the Money Mindset Podcast. I'm Ashley, your host and the creator of Budgets Made Easy. I help midlife women manage the next stage of their financial lives without all the guilt, overwhelm, and shame surrounding their past money mistakes. My journey toward money and time freedom started after we paid off $45,000 in debt in just 17 months. If you are looking for a judgment-free community where you can connect and grow with other women going through the same financial struggles as you, this is the place for you. Buckle up as we jump on the drive to money freedom so you can enjoy this season of life without stressing about money and retirement and how to just get it all done. Let's get started. All right. Hello, Bernie. Thanks for joining us on the podcast today. How are you doing? Doing great, Ashley. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. I am so excited about this conversation because you talk all about uh, fulfillment in midlife. And this is something that I have been really um, thinking about and focusing on as I approach 40. And I'm like, what have I done with my life? And what am I going to do with the second half of my life? Right. Or it feels that way. I don't know why, but things just, you think about things differently as you get older. Right. And so as I've kind of started this journey and this idea of being in midlife, you know, I found your podcast, which is midlife fulfilled podcast. And you talk all about this season, this season of life where our kids are getting older. We have a little bit more freedom. We have a bit more time, freedom, money, freedom, and what that looks like. So I'm really curious, um, you know, why do you think that even by, even by, 
uh, textbook standards of what a successful life looks like that we still kind of feel like we're not fulfilled as we get older? Kind of what is your experience with that? Yeah. Okay. Love this topic. Of course, I'm that I'm all about that on my Midlife Fulfilled podcast. I, that's that's my focus. So a couple of points that you you touched on, Ashley, that I want to comment on. And what is that? One thing we can all agree on is that we all want to get older. So we are yeah. all getting right. older because the alternative is, you know, is dying younger, right? And you mentioned that you're you're turning 40 and then you said something about second half of life. Well, with medical technology being what it is, we're experiencing more longevity. There's a greater chance that you live to be 100 than in, you know, than your parents and, and my parents. My parents actually lived into their mid-90s. They're gone now, but they lived into their mid-90s. And so this whole second half thing, I challenge that because none of us knows when we're going to die, even though the death rate's hundred percent, we do know that that's going to happen. And while you don't want to think about it, or even talk about it, we don't know what our midpoint is. So midlife is not a midpoint in life. Midlife basically is all of our adulting years. It even includes our thirties, believe it or not, Ashley, believe it or not, it includes our thirties because it's really when we're adulting with responsibilities. And the reason is because this is a simple explanation with three phases in life, youth, midlife, and end of life. So let's cover the youth and end of life. Youth is basically birth to through our youthful years, which for most of us goes through our twenties. We're still kind of figuring things out in our twenties and then somewhere in our thirties for a lot of us, it, it's not universal, but for a lot of us, you know, we start to really be an adult with responsibilities. Maybe it's a mortgage, maybe it's kids, you know, that sort of thing, right? Let's get to end of life. And that's simply a, a decline in health, meaning, you know, you don't die early of, of an accident or an illness, right? And sadly, most of us have experienced loved ones or friends that have died way too young, either through illness or accident. But like my parents, they lived into their 90s and simply reached an end of life phase, which is a little more natural. You know what, all the decades in between, that's our midlife seasons, multiple seasons, right? And I actually say that we have three midlife seasons, simply stated they're early, mid and late. I'm kind of, I'm 66, I'm kind of in that mid, maybe approaching late midlife, right? And so back to your, the other part of your question about fulfillment. Um, fulfillment is very deep in our soul, Ashley. It's different than happiness. Happiness is an emotion. And emotions can run high and low, they can change from day to day, they can change from hour to hour, they can even change from minute to minute, right? I'm talking about all emotions and happiness is an emotion. Mm -hmm. Fulfillment, Ashley, fulfillment is something that you experience because it's an achievement. You graduated college, you completed a certificate, you helped your kid accomplish something, whatever that may be. It might be a science project, or in my case, you know, my kids are adults, so they they both graduated from college, by the way, debt-free. I thought you'd appreciate that. Awesome. Yep. Yeah, for so sure. So that's a sense of fulfillment. And here's the thing. Here's how you know the difference between fulfillment and happiness. Fulfillment is immutable. 
So what does immutable mean? It means it's permanent. You can't take it away. So my, my kids example, right? Like that fulfillment, they both graduated from college, debt-free, a bad day, a bad week, a bad year, can't take away that fulfillment that my wife and I achieved with our kids, right? And that's just one example, right? My college degree, I got my college degree in seven years because I did five years at night. So when I accomplished my college degree, which most people, a lot of people, I shouldn't say most people, that's a cruel thing to say. A lot of people take their college degree for, for granted because they, they went for four years and they were done. Well, it took me seven years because I did five at night. When I completed that, that was a lot of work. I had a tremendous mm -hmm. sense of fulfillment because along the way I was tempted to quit many times. It was hard work. So when you oh, achieve something, whatever it is, you have a sense of fulfillment and it is immutable, right? Let me pause there because I don't want to just, you know, because I can, I can just go on and on. So I'm sure you have some, some questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm curious, why should people maybe focus or dive into this feeling of fulfillment? Because, you know, a lot of people, you, you go to work and you just take it di day by day. And then the next thing, you know, it's been five years down the road. And especially, you know, my women that I work with, um, they're working, they're stressed about money, all those types of things. So it almost feels kind of selfish in a way to like think about fulfillment and how to reach that fulfillment. So in your opinion, why should we still make that a priority in our lives? Sure. So as I mentioned, happiness is an emotion. And so happiness can, can be a roller coaster ride. And whereas fulfillment, as I mentioned, is immutable. So the sense of satisfaction and the mental health that we achieve that's associated with fulfillment is even stronger than happiness because again happiness is a roller coaster ride it can be a roller coaster ride hopefully there's more ups and than downs on on happiness but we should all strive to achieve fulfillment now that said it is difficult to be totally fulfilled i have a saying that i repeat on my podcast at the end of every episode i say if you're 80 percent fulfilled you're doing great and here's what I mean by that. There are five pillars in midlife that, that are, you know, according to my definition, there's five pillars and they are the following health, fitness, career, relationships, and legacy. Okay. One more time, health, fitness, career, relationships, and legacy. That spans every dimension of life, every dimension. Someone once asked me, well, what about faith? What if you're a religious person, right? And I am, I'm a person of faith. Relationship, that's a relationship, okay? So I start with health because we have to have health under control to be able to do anything, right? You can't work, you can't, mm -hmm. you know, if you don't have your health under control. The reason I separate out fitness is because in the U.S., unfortunately, 60% of adults don't do the minimum requirement of exercise to, to stay fit and fitness does impact health no question about it but it can also impact other things it can impact relationships it can even impact your career in in, in some ways right so i break out fitness into its own pillar career is where we spend most of our time as adults right we spend most mm -hmm. of our time waking time working and career can have many uh, dimensions and seasons, right? It's fairly common for someone to wake up in their 40s and say, 
I don't like what I'm doing anymore. I'm not fulfilled by it. That's a very common thing that you hear people say. And then relationships obviously span everything from our immediate family to friends and work colleagues. And I mentioned faith and just relationships obviously spans a lot of different aspects of our life. The last one legacy, this is the one that is most often overlooked. This is also the one that Mm -hmm. we think most about as we start to get older. Mm -hmm. And legacy is simply about impact. What's the impact you're having? It doesn't have to be a grandiose impact on the world. It can be just the impact you have on your kids or a charity or anything that you feel strongly about. I know a lot of women, including you, who want to have an impact on other women in a particular way, right? That's part of your legacy, whether you actually frame it up that way or not, you know, it it is. So, so legacy is the one that a lot of people don't put a lot of thought into it until they start to think about it. And then they realize that they really want to impact that, that pillar, that legacy pillar. So the reason I say if you're 80% fulfilled, you're doing great is because I just named five pillars, right? And if you're totally fulfilled in four out of the five, which is amazing, that's 80%. But that's if you're fulfilled in four out of the five which again would be amazing, you know, that's 80%. So, and I will mention that it sounds like a lot of them are kind of overlapping in finances in case anybody's like, what does this have to do with finances? It's all interwoven, right? Like, and what I see a lot when I'm working with my one-on-one clients is once they start to improve their finances, they start to improve those other aspects of their lives, including fitness, including relationships and career. And it all just kind of goes together in a lot of cases. I'm sure you see the same thing. So what are some things that people can do, um, to kind of start this journey toward fulfillment. They might, they, you know, they might be listening and haven't even thought about like what kind of legacy that they want to leave for their children. And we talk about that a little bit too, but even just legacy on the world, like you talked about the impact, um, but those other aspects of their life as well. So what are some things we can do to kind of just start this journey for this a- season? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So first look at each pillar again, health, fitness, career relationships, and legacy. Look at each one of those pillars. And then just ask yourself, how am I doing? How am I doing in each one of these pillars? You know, starting with health. For some people, maybe they've neglected their health. Maybe they've they've had some habits that were, you know, not good habits and they knew it, but they've just swept it under the rug and they've been doing things that are not, not good healthy habits. And by the way, Ashley, health has two pillars underneath it. And one is physical health and the other one is mental health. So just start start with health. How are you doing in your health? Same thing, get, go to fitness. How are you doing in that fitness pillar? A very common thing that I hear in fitness is, oh, I want to work out, but I just haven't made it a priority or I just don't have the time. And by the way, I can address the don't have the time thing. Um, but a lot of people acknowledge that fitness is something they want to do, but they just haven't, again, either made it, made it a priority or 
convince themselves that they can make some time for it. Because, uh, you know, uh, a very quick little side note on that. We bathe, we brush our teeth as a matter of routine. You know, if you really didn't have time, you wouldn't do it. The point is, we make time for that, right? Anything we want to do, we find a way to make time for, right? So back to your question, it really is a matter of just ask yourself, how are you doing in each of those, those buckets when you get to career, you know? So where are you in your career? Are you doing what you want to be doing? Are you doing what you set out to do at the beginning of your career journey? And, and if not, that could be great because maybe you're enjoying it and you are fulfilled or maybe not. Maybe you're, you're doing a common one is, you know, I became an engineer because, you know, that was the journey my parents put me on, or I became a lawyer because that was, you know, my parents were lawyers and they wake up 10 15 20 years into their career and they say you know i'm doing what my parents or fill in the blank what someone else expected me to do not what i really want to do so you just keep going down the pillars and just ask yourself how you're doing and if it seems overwhelming first of all don't beat yourself up don't try to um, put this huge burden on yourself because we're all human Every single one of us, 100% of us, ha are dealing with the same five pillars, all of us. And I really believe that almost no one out there is 100% fulfilled across the five pillars. And if anyone is, that's a superhuman person that I want to meet. <laughs> Yeah. And I would imagine that at different seasons that, you know, I talk a lot about different seasons of life and even through the year, especially when our kids are little, you know, they dictate a lot of, a lot of things in our life, um, that in different seasons, you probably have different levels of fulfillment in different pillars of like you're fulfilled in different pillars, I would imagine as well. Exactly. Yeah. So, so personally, um, I'm feeling pretty good about the first four. Uh, I'm in, I'm in pretty good health. Um, I've been devoted to fitness for f more than 40 years. I've been working out since my twenties and I'm in my sixties. So I'm pretty fit for my age. I mean, I'm not out there doing triathlons, but I'm pretty fit career wise. Um, look, there's things that I look back on that could be better, but overall, okay. You know, I'm not miserable in my career by any stretch, uh, relationships. Look, some could be better, but overall pretty good legacy. I'm working on that. That is my biggest focus is legacy. My podcast is a part of that, by the way. Um, but you know, my wife and I have three grandkids now. So part of our legacy is to have an impact on them. Right? So between grandkids and this message that I'm trying to get out, thank you for the opportunity to get the message out to your community. Ashley, this is part of my legacy is to really just help people understand what midlife is about and and the opportunity to really seek fulfillment. So that's part of my legacy. So that pillar is the one that I'm working on the most right now. Yeah. And that makes sense that we would kind of focus on different pillars depending on the season that we are in. So, um, do you by chance have like any resources for people to kind of start this journey and kind of narrow things down? Um, cause it can, you know, five pillars can feel overwhelming at first. Right. So do you have yeah. any, uh, resources to kind of help us get started? Yeah. So there's two that I'll call out and, and one is my podcast. 
Uh, I, uh, I hear often hear people who start listening to the podcast say things like you're really speaking to me because I'm addressing these topics. I feature a lot of people who either tell a personal fulfillment story or they come on and teach. Right. I know we were scheduled to have you on my podcast. And so by teach, I mean, share their expertise on a given topic that's relevant for midlifers. So I would say start with the podcast and actually start with episode 100 because 100 is sort of a not a reboot, but it's very foundational to the explanation of these five pillars. The other resource is I have on my website, midlifefulfill.com, a workbook. It's a free workbook. I chose to do it around career because it seems to be actually the, the pillar that most people struggle with, right? I mentioned earlier the transitions people go through in career. So I wrote a, a workbook called uh, the um, uh, Reboot, Midlife Career Reboot, right? And the workbook uses a five-step method that I used to reboot my own career seven years ago. So I walk through it in the workbook. And the reason I call it a workbook is because it is a workbook. It's not just a book you read. I cover five steps. And after each step, I, I put a couple of exercises in there and it's all digital. It's, I mean, you could print it out, of course, but it's all digital. And you simply go through the exercises yourself so that if you are looking to reboot your career, then you know, you, the, the method, the five-step method can help you. Incidentally, the five steps also can have a different use case, not even about rebooting your career. You can use those five steps for business development. The principles apply exactly the same for business development, right? So, uh, and, and that resource is on my website at midlifefulfill.com. It's called the Reboot Workbook. You'll see it. It's, I put it front and center. You can't miss it. Yeah, I saw it when I was checking out your website. Um, you know, you just reminded me or made me start thinking about, um, you know, I did that. I was a detective police officer for 10 years and it was really hard to decide to make that change. And I knew that if I waited even, you know, another couple of years, it would be even harder for me to walk away from. So I love that you have that resource for people because especially once you're, you know, in your forties, it's like, do I really, am I too old? Am I too old to make that career change? Is it too late? And I hear that a lot, right. With finances, but also with um, just trying new things and, you know, going back to school or changing careers and things like that. So kind of what are your thoughts on that when people say I'm, I'm too old uh, to make a big change like that? Oh, I feel strongly that you're never too old. You're <laughs> never too old. Same. Yeah. Because if you are passionate about something like what you did in the pivot that, that you did, I mean, you might pivot again in, the, in, in another 10 or 20 years. You don't know that. You can't predict that. But, but no, you're never too old because as long as you know what it is that you want to pivot to, and I realize some people struggle with, well, I don't know what I want to pivot to. And that's, that's a different conversation, mm -hmm. right? But if you know what you want to pivot to, uh, no, it's never too old. Now it may be complicated. It may be, well, I have a, an income right now in the job that I have 10 years experience in. I have skills and expertise. I can't walk away from that income and go do this other thing, which by the way, I have to go to school for, I'm making that up, but that can be mm -hmm. possible, right? So I'm not saying it's oh, easy yeah. or simple. It might be complicated, but it doesn't mean it can't be done. 
it's just a matter of putting a, good point. A, a plan in place for it. You know, just work with your, your loved ones and figure out how you can put that plan into, into place. Now, if you don't know what you want to pivot to, and we, we can't spend a lot of time on it because, you know, we're on a 30 minute podcast here, right? But the simple, <laughs> simple method to think about, which takes a lot of thinking is define what your values are at this point in your life, because your values now might be different than what they were. For example, Ashley, you still have kids at home. Well, my kids are out of the house. They're adults on their own. They have kids of their own, right? So we have different values in terms of how we spend our time, things we do, you know, when the kids are home and their kids versus mm -hmm. kids are out of the house, right? I'm not talking about the yeah, values exactly. associated with ethics and morality, right? So what are your current values? Write them down, really put, give them some deep thought and then try to correlate that to how can you feel like you're feeding those values in a career? And I bet that yeah. aligns really well like with that. what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the same goes for, you know, your finances. So I just love how much this, even though it's like kind of different topics, but they're just so intertwined, right? Because I talk about values with your money and like how you spend your money. And it's the same thing for, you know, these other pillars and these other things in your life. It, it all boils down to like, what's a priority and where do you want to spend your time? Um, so th that just always like, oh yeah, I talk about that too. That's so cool. So um, as we wrap up here, I always ask my guests for uh, their favorite nonfiction book, you know, something to help improve our lives. And uh, do you have something in mind? So can I, can I list two um, just because one, I'm, oh, sure. I'm, I'm almost finished reading and one is, is one that I finished reading not too long ago. The one that I finished reading is specifically about public speaking. It's called the referable speaker. And it really uh, just provides really great insights on how to really hone your speaking career. Now I'm not a full-time speaker, but I enjoy speaking. I've been speaking for, for many years uh, in various events, that sort of thing. So it's just very intriguing to me. The other book that I'm almost finished with is Can Doology by Denise Gable. Can Doology. It's fascinating. It is really, really fascinating. Uh, Denise is someone who was a corporate executive. Uh, she lost her husband uh, early in life through, you know, to an illness. And she just has applied this can do not just a mindset yes it's a mindset but she's really documented it in a way that's just it's like a process like a methodology and it's fascinating so can duology by denise gable and referral oh, referable awesome. speaker if you're into public speaking i love that i always love when i get like new suggestions because a lot of people will uh say like the same book. So when I, and especially when it's something I haven't even heard of, I'm like, all oh, right, I could add another book to my list. So yeah. <laughs> I love that. So, um, thank you so much for your time tonight. Um, where can people, uh, follow up with you or find more about you? Uh, where would you like to send people? Just the website midlifefulfilled.com. I'm also active on LinkedIn, so feel free to connect, but do personalize the invitation on LinkedIn. Otherwise I won't know that you found me on, on, on Ashley's uh, budgets made easy podcast. 
Uh, but midlifefulfilled.com is probably the easiest place. And Ash, let me just give you a shout out. You're doing great work with your podcast. You're educating people on this topic of, of finance, and it's an important topic. And I just want to commend you on the work that you're doing on your podcast. I appreciate that. And perfect timing to wrap up as my kids are coming out of the rooms and making noise and making the dogs bark. So <laughs> on that note, I appreciate your time. So thank you so much for being with us tonight. Thanks for having me, Ashley. Thanks to Bernie for coming on and sharing all about how to find fulfillment in midlife, what that looks like, how to get started and all the things. I appreciate your time. Don't forget our 200th episode is coming up in just five more episodes. Can you believe that? I would love it if you left me a voice message at speakpipe.com slash budgets made easy so I can include you in the episode. I will talk to you soon.